Hello fellow brethren and welcome to the Faith Encounter Service from the Cordes Family Church University City, Philadelphia. The message you're about to hear is a faith-filled message of Pastor Daniel Oposui, a beloved son of Bishop Daniel Mills. Open up your heart, listen with faith, and allow the Word of God to bring positive change and transformation into your life. Happy listening. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Just close your eyes right now and thank the Lord for being here, for making it possible for you to be here. Just give God some praise, give God some thanks. Father, we thank you for your presence in this place. We honor you. We lift up your name. We say you are the King of Kings. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the King of Glory. Mighty is your name. We thank you. Father, a few moments that we are here. May we have an encounter with your spirit. May we have a revelation through your word. I pray for everyone here, Lord Jesus, that our eyes will be opened. The eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. Father, I pray that anyone that is here with a burden, as we walk out of this place at the end of this service, May all such beddings be rolled away in the name of Jesus. Father, anyone that is here with a chronic disease, with some type of problem, oppressing their mind, oppressing their heart, taking away their sleep, in the name of Jesus, we restrict every such problems and we bind all such problems. May your people live in freedom and in liberty. We thank you, Lord, for what you are doing amongst us. Thank you for your presence, the Holy Spirit with us all the time, leading us, teaching us, helping us. Give you praise. Speak to us this afternoon, Lord. Speak to us. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you are blessed to be here today. I am also very happy to be here. It's a new, uh, new auditorium for us. And um, I hope you are keeping warm. The other hall is too cold. There are a few pipes that got burst over there. Uh, so the heater is... It's not functioning very well. But we are here and we are blessed. Hallelujah. We are glad that we have a place that we can meet. We have a place that we can worship. Now, today is going to be a little different um, from a normal service. And um, I can see some people are trying to figure out what's going to happen. Uh, but, you know, the Bible says that in Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, I need you, how many of you have your Bibles here? 
Everyone has your, you have your Bible here or your phone. How many of you have a phone? You have a phone. Okay. If you have a phone, you have a Bible. If you don't have a Bible on your phone, you have to throw away that phone. So Matthew chapter 18 and verse 19. No problem. Uh, Matthew, right? Matthew chapter 18. Let me try and get there myself. By the way, are you excited you are in church today? Yeah. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Let me find Matthew chapter 18 and then we'll, we'll, we'll go on from there. So I need you all to look into your Bibles and we're going to read a lot of scriptures today. Okay, so please come along with me. All right. It says that verse 19 Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. If two, where, what it says, where uh, two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask. It shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. Which means that when two people come together to agree on something or about something, that they ask, touching, it says, uh, what does it say? It says, um, as touching anything. It doesn't mean they are touching each other. It just means that if they are in agreement and their agreement is so strong that it is as though they can, they can feel and they can see and they can touch what they are asking for. It says that if you can do that, then anything that you ask God, you will receive. Hallelujah. And then verse 20 says that, for where two or three are gathered together in my name. So he's explaining why that thing happens. Why when two people agree and they pray or they ask God for something, he doesn't. Why does that happen? The reason it happens is, is that when two people gather in the name of Jesus, Jesus himself, it says, there am I in the midst of them. Jesus himself shows up. So if Jesus himself shows up, then of course all your prayers will be answered. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you believe that Jesus is here? Okay, put your hands down. Are you sure? How many of you believe that Jesus is here? Okay, very good. Now, how many of you believe that when you pray, Jesus can answer your, your prayers? The numbers are not very, <laughs> you're not very encouraging. Okay, I'll ask you again. How many of you believe that Jesus can answer your prayers? Powerful. 
How many of you have things that you are asking and trusting God for? Everybody has something. Wow. So everybody here has something that is on your mind, is on your heart, that you are trusting God to do for you. Okay. So today, we are going to deal with all these things that are on your heart. Are you with me? I don't know if you think it's a good idea. Okay. We're going to pray. We're going to spend some time praying together as a church. You see, the scripture we just read says that, it says that, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, if we can agree, you and I, Rudy and... She's not in church. (laughs) She's not in church today. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, no, no. If Sharon and Dimitri... No, I mean... It's just an example. It's just an example. But if they can agree as touching anything that they ask, God is going to answer. Now, many times, the reasons why we don't get answers to our prayers is because we do not know how to pray. Or we are not allowing the Holy Spirit to help us to pray. You see, the Bible says that Throughout the Bible, you see, God always and is always trying to help us. God is always trying to help you. I'm telling you today, if you are here, listen to this very carefully. God wants to help you. God is interested in your life. He, he, he's so interested in you that he, he has put measures in place to help you. Yeah, because he knows that there are difficulties in this life and you need help. You know? In the Bible, I've come across three things or three people or three helpers that you can find in the Bible. Three. And they are very, it's very interesting. The Bible describes three people who can give you help or three people that are described as helpers. Are there any people outside? Or just a kid. Who's teaching them today? Ajoa. Ajoa is here. Ajoa also. Okay. All right. Okay. So if, are in, if there's anyone out there, Dave, let them come inside. If they are not teaching the kid, let them just come inside. Where did we get to? Three helpers. Three helpers. Okay. Three helpers. The first helper is the Holy Spirit. Hmm? Where the Bible says that, and I will send you, Jesus said, I'll send you another helper, a comforter, who will help you. And then the next helper is um, angels. The Bible says that, aren't angels ministering spirits sent to help them that be heirs of salvation? 
He's asking, said, angels are just ministering spirits, like helping spirits who have been sent by God to help those who have, who have received Jesus and have become saved. That's their purpose. I many of you have watched that TV show, Touched by an Angel? Most of you? Okay. Yeah, that's what they do. Angels are just supposed to help. Otherwise, what are they supposed to do here on earth? Do, do they? What do they do? <laughs> have you thought about it? What else are angels supposed to do? They are just supposed to help. And so everybody has angels available to help them. Everyone. I've been praying a lot for my angels to be activated. <laughs> because sometimes I realize that, look, I need these. If, you, if the people are there to help you, why are they not helping you? If that's their purpose and that's their role in your life, then they should help. And we must feel their presence. Like, if you can play the guitar and you are in the church and you are not playing the guitar, I mean, then what is the use of you being around? You understand? So an angel who is there to help, if the angel is not helping, it's a useless thing. But angels cannot, God cannot create useless things. So if the angel is there to help, and the Bible is saying that the angels are ministering spirits sent to help those that be heirs of salvation, then they must help me because I'm a saved child of God. Number three, <laughs> wives. Yeah, Amen. wives. They didn't say husbands. They said wives. Yeah. He said your wife is a help meet. Somebody who helps you. I mean, if you don't have a wife, you are missing out on something. <laughs> yeah, it is true. I'm not, I didn't write the Bible. A help is, I mean, a wife is one of the greatest kinds of help you can receive. Comparable to angels, comparable to Holy Spirit. Yeah. And for that matter, explaining it a little further, it means that women are as important as the Holy Spirit and as angels. A woman. So if you are sitting next, turn to the next lady or next woman and, and tell I didn't know that you were on the same level as angels and the Holy Spirit. Tell them, tell them, tell them. Yeah, tell them. Yeah, tell them. Yeah. I didn't know. I did not know that you were on the same level. The Bible uses the same word to describe Holy Spirit, same word to describe um, angels, same word to describe uh, wives, a woman. You see, so if you're a guy and you don't have a wife, it should be one of your goals to have a wife. No, no, it's true. Yeah, because, because it is another kind of help that you will receive. So what the angels cannot do for you and what the Holy Spirit cannot do for you, a wife will be able to do it for you. Certain things. Yeah, which is help. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I said I'm preaching. So, understand that there is help available. In Romans chapter 8, verse 26, the Bible says that 
Let's turn your Bibles to Romans. Everybody has a Bible. Read it. And when we are going through the scriptures, I want you to mark them in your Bible because I want you to read them again when you go home and it will help you pray. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for. Chapter 8, verse 26. 26. Romans 8, 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Let me read another version. It says, In the same way, the Spirit comes to help. The Holy Spirit we are talking about here. The Holy Spirit comes to help our weakness. Many of us have weaknesses. I have weaknesses, you have weaknesses. Many of us, all of us, have certain things that we are not very strong in. True or false? Yeah, and for many of us, one of the main weaknesses we have is prayer. We are not strong in prayer. We are not able to pray a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, many of us, that's one. And you shouldn't be surprised. Don't be surprised when you can't pray a lot or you are not very fervent in your prayer or you are not very consistent in your prayer. Don't be surprised. I, I'm not talking about an unbeliever out there. I'm talking about a Christian sitting in church today. If you are not very fervent in your prayer, do not be surprised. Why? Why? Because that is exactly what the devil wants. That's one of the main ways that he would attack you. He may not bring you... Um, uh, how many of you have watched some Nigerian movies before? Yeah. Look, by the time you wake up, there are some feathers and some eggs. Eggshells. The egg has... And when you take the egg, there's nothing inside the egg, but the egg is whole. With some feathers. And what else? Cowries. What else do you find? So, leaves. Some leaves. Yeah. And chicken bones. <laughs> chicken bones. And then you are afraid. You said, hey, the devil has come here. Many of you, you will not wake up at Drexel University and see chicken bones in front of your room. It will not happen. But the way the devil will attack you is that he will prevent you from praying and block you from praying and take away the desire and take away the strength to pray. Because when he takes that thing away from you, your, your life as a believer begins to crumble. You don't have a relationship with God anymore. It's like a, you and your beloved that you don't talk anymore. I mean, it's almost done. You are on the path to singlehood, to looking for another personal Holy Spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. So your prayer life is extremely important. The devil will never allow you to have an, an I mean, a very strong prayer life. No, 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 no. It's, it's something that you'll be fighting all the time. Jesus said, Behold, I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever ye shall bind here on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever shall be loose here on shall be loose um, 
here on earth shall be loosened. He's giving you the keys to the entire kingdom. And he said that you, 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 you activate those keys by your words. Things that you say. So much so that when you speak here on earth, angels can be dispatched from heaven. Angels can be loosed from heaven. Things that are not happening and things that are not working can begin to work mysteriously because of your prayer. Do you think the devil will allow you to have such power? He is also praying that you will not have such power. Yeah. And it, it, it applies to every... You know, sometimes when I see people who are not interested in church or don't like coming to church or don't really have a desire for church and serving God and being with God and all of these things, I, I, don't, get, I don't get upset or I don't feel bad. Like, I mean, I don't, see that, I don't see them as bad people. You know, like some, yesterday I went to visit somebody. Let me make sure he's not here. <laughs> You know, and he said, Oh, I said, Well, would you like to come to church? I said, oh, no, 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 church, forget it. So, I mean, I have a party to attend Saturday night. From there, I'll be tired. I have to rest. After resting, I need to go to, I need to go and study. I mean, that's what he said. And, and as I looked at I, I realized that I didn't have anything else to say. <laughs> I couldn't say anything. You know, what am I going to say? The guy said he doesn't want to come to church. What are you going to say? Yeah, I tried to, you know, say one or two things. But I realized, look, the man is not, he's not interested in the thing. You know, so is he a bad person? He's not a bad person. The Bible says that the devil has blinded the eyes, blinded the eyes of people who should actually be, be, be heirs of salvation, people who should know about God and who should fall in love with God and be in church and be doing all this, their eyes have been blinded. So they cannot see. So it's like you are going down, walking down into a ditch, but you cannot see. You are blind. There's no light. There's no light around you. So how, how can you be blamed if we turn off all these lights? I mean, maybe there's light coming outside, but from outside, but Let's, if we put you in a dark room with no light, put you in a dark room, no matter how much you open your eyes, you still cannot see anything. You will just be hitting your leg against things, crashing into people, bumping into people, holding things you shouldn't hold, all kinds of things. If there are a lot of people in the room, You'll be making all sorts of mistakes. Why? Because you are in a dark room. There's no light. So no matter how strong you are, how powerful you are, how whatever, what money you have, or connections, whatever, if you are in a dark room with no light, you are blind or you are as good as someone who is blind. The difference between a blind person in that room and or a blind person outside in the light in a clearly someone who can clearly see in a dark room, there's no difference. You are the same. So it is the grace of God 
that can come and shine some light into your life and your surroundings. That room that you find is that dark room. When the light of God comes in there, the bulb goes on like that. Boom. Then you begin to see. But mind you that your eyes were already open. But this is the difference. This is the difference. This one. You see, it's not your eyes. I want you to understand that your ability to see is not because you have eyes. It is because there is light. (laughs) Your ability to what? See. It's not because you have eyes. It is because there is what? Light. So, understand. Understand that when God says, when the Bible says that, In Ephesians, look at Ephesians chapter 1. Open your Bibles, please. Open your Bibles. It may be the only time you open your Bible this week. (laughs) So open it. (laughs) Verse 18. He says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of your calling. In other words, your calling to be a Christian and to be a believer, you can never understand it till your eyes are enlightened. The eyes of your understanding, they, they, something must turn on for you to begin to see. Hallelujah. Look, I said that we are praying. This is just an introduction and then we pray. You know, next week... Um, Swirling Sunday and the theme is Jesus. Okay, We are believing God for a multiplication and overflow. We are believing God to see great miracles and power in a lot of people and we are trusting that as the Bible says that if, if I be lifted up, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. We are believing that as we lift up Jesus in this church, he will draw many people to himself. Hallelujah. Yeah. So we're going to spend some time to pray about that as well. But just before we, 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 we go on into our prayer, you know, I, I'm going to share one more scripture with you. And then we pray. Look at Revelations chapter 3. And verse 8. Revelations chapter 3, verse 8. Verse 8. Can you, Derek, where's Derek? Come, come. Revelations chapter 3, verse uh, verse 8. Sit down. Um, It says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. God is speaking to all of us here, you know, and is telling us that he knows we are trying. God knows that 
you are doing your best. Hallelujah. God knows. He knows the difficulties that you face. He knows the challenges that are around you. He knows. And he knows that you are doing your very best. And because of that, he says that he has set before you an open door that no man can shut. When God opens a door, no man can shut it. When God gives you an opportunity, no man and no witch and no power, no shells and feathers, nothing can shut the door that God opens unto you. Verse 9. Sorry, verse, uh, verse um, 12. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God. And he shall go no more out. And I, this is a prophetic word to you and not to your life. It says that when you can overcome, or if, because some people are not able to overcome, but in the name of Jesus, everybody here, it's going to overcome every trouble. You're going to overcome every difficulty in your life. You're going to overcome every fear in your life. You're going to overcome every confusing situation, every question that you have, anything that you are doubtful about. God is going to give you wisdom that is going to help you to overcome. Hallelujah. Then... It says that I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem. Remember when the Bible says, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, he said, Ye are a city set on a hill that cannot be hid. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. And here is telling you that you are the city. You and I, we are, we are not, we have moved from just being inhabitants of a city. We are now the city. Now, if you are the city, it means that many people live in you and come go in and out of you, and you are the source of livelihood for many people. That's your story. Hallelujah. And I will write upon him. A new name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we are going to pray for a few minutes. Um, I want you to please stand to your feet. And I want to encourage you to pray fervently. You see, many things... God has prepared for us and God is ready to give to you and God wants you to do. It comes through prayer. If you take away prayer from your life, you are taking away God's provision. You are taking away anything and everything that God can ever give to you because you have to open your mouth and speak. You have, to, you have to allow, the Bible says in, in, in Daniel chapter, um, chapter 9, I believe, 
the angel came to help Daniel and said, I have come for thy words. Chapter 10, verse 12. says, I have come for thy words. It's like he was praying, praying, praying. And says, I have come for thy word. So the words that you speak, that is what God uses to help you. Hallelujah. So I want you to speak and talk to God right now. Why don't you just begin to open your mouth and begin to thank God. Begin to speak to him in the name of Jesus. Pray in the spirit for a few minutes as we go on. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Believe God. The Bible says that for we know not what to pray for as we ought. But the spirit maketh intercession for us with words that cannot be uttered, with groanings that cannot be uttered. So I want you to lift up your voice and pray. We are praying and committing our lives into God's hands. Pray and lift up prayer. Lift up prayer. Let there be prayer in this room. Concerning your very life in the name of Jesus. Pray and ask God to help you, to send the help that he has prepared for you into your life. In the name of Jesus. Father, hear our prayer, O God. Hear our prayer this afternoon, Lord Jesus. Makataya Balande, Mako Lebrene de Bay, Mandolobo Shatala Badere, Matere Marabadolo Masabandele Mambano Lamolone, Meca Libra Madola Masamano La Masibre Macatano Malibre, Nosta Minda Min Kamanda, send help, Lord, into our lives, Mako Talia Madele, Mandolomo Satander Neme, Meneme Dabon Dala Mandolo Skineme Nabanda. Zibaba do sin telenene Miko tolomo satane la mande Mako da mande la mando la mamando la mashama la mandolo mosaba na tayara In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus Mako da shamandoro Zibatolomo satala mandele Menono shamandolo mo satane neneme Zimene Ramamama do se taleme malama mandoro Zibatolo mashama talama in Cadolo, Mashama, Lamandoro, Bosama, Talebre, Nuno, Miko, Nolosim, Batolomo, Satanere, Menoste, 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 Macolo, Basamatalia, Mandoro, Bosantelene, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Turn your Bibles to First Corinthians chapter 16, First Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 9. God all by yourself. 
from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. Out of darkness, you need a way to clear God you are. Hallelujah. Verse 9 says, For a great door and effectual is opened unto me, and there are many adversaries. Do you know who an adversary is? An adversary is someone who opposes you, who blocks you, who serves as a stumbling block in your life. An adversary is somebody who doesn't allow you to move forward. A situation that doesn't allow you to progress. A, a condition that doesn't allow you to make progress. It's an adversary. And Paul was saying that there are open doors. There are opportunities all around him. But there are many adversaries. Yeah. So you can be a Christian, but there will be many adversaries that are blocking the opportunities that you have. And that is why some people even come to this country, live in America, and they are worse off than people who live in Places we call poor countries. Meanwhile, there are opportunities all around. But there are adversaries that have blocked all these opportunities. And that's when you begin to understand that, you see, there, there, there is another world that we don't see. There are all kinds of spiritual there's a spiritual world that we can't easily see. Well, you can see if your eyes are opened. And so you must be a believer or you must be a Christian who doesn't only walk in. You see, the Bible says that for though we walk in the flesh, right? For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Although you see us moving around Walking in the flesh. We do not. We fight battles. And you must be fighting battles. Prayer is a battle. Prayer is a struggle. You need to fight that battle. We do not war after the flesh. We do not pray against each other. Like flesh to flesh. It's like I'm praying. We are fighting. This is prayer. It's a battle. So I'm punching him. No, this is not what we do. We, we, say we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you must understand that as a believer, you are in for a long fight. You must be someone who is praying all the time, who is engaging all the time in battles 
who is trying to get what God wants for you, who is trying to break those barriers that have been put in your way, who is trying to understand what is fighting against me and what is not making me progress. Yeah, even, even progress in terms of your relationship with God. Like, why am I up, down, up, down, up, down? What is it? What is it that cannot make me stay stable? You must understand it. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. What does it say? What does it say? Someone open it. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So look at me. This thing that, this is not how you fight as a believer. You don't punch flesh and try to get his blood. For we, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But what? Against principalities. Against powers. Against what? Rulers of the darkness of this world. Against what? Spiritual wickedness in high places. This is what you are fighting. You are fighting principalities. You have come to Philadelphia. There are things in Philadelphia that fight against people who live in Philadelphia. Yeah. There are. That's what's called a principality. A principality is, 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 is a certain spirit that hovers over an area, a place. There are some places that you go to and you will never see disorganization. Do you know what I mean by disorganization? Even here in, in, in Pennsylvania, there are places where you will never see trash on the floor. But there are other places that you see a lot of trash. There's a certain spirit that works in a certain area that allows the people to be very dirty and filthy. But in another place, it's as if they don't even use trash. They don't create trash. Yeah. And so you, you must understand what is fighting against you and what you are battling against. See, you, the, God, the devil is not just waiting for you to become great and then he will destroy you. No, 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 no. Even Jesus, even Jesus, he tried to kill Jesus when he was a baby. <laughs> he's not waiting for your greatness. For you. When you become powerful, then you come and attack you. No, he attacks you at every stage. When Jesus was a baby, he was attacked. When he was young, he was attacked. When he grew up, became a man, he was on a mountain praying and fasting, he was attacked. When, I mean, he was attacked at various levels. This is Jesus, the son of God we are talking about, by the way. <laughs> So you must be somebody who rises up and prays. And you must say that your battles are not flesh and blood. Not, don't touch me. Why did you pinch me? Why did you take my pen? Why did you take my money? No, 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 no. You must understand that you are fighting against spiritual wickedness in high places. There are certain places that you cannot go, but there's wickedness there fighting you. You can't go there and defend yourself. But they are fighting you. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, become a prayer warrior for your own life, for your own future. Yeah, we're not even talking about the church now. We're talking about you as an individual. Yeah. Think about yourself and the things that you must do and the 
the, 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 the lives that you must touch, the impact that you must have. It can't be that all you're supposed to do is to go to school, graduate, get a job, and that's it, and be happy till you die. It can't be. I mean, I don't know about you, but that's, my life cannot just be about that. There must be more. There must be more. There must be more that God wants from us. Hallelujah. Yeah. But you will never know until you're, you are engaged. You are, you are, you are connected. You are, you are prayerful. So I want you to, you see, when the Bible says that, <coughs> when the Bible says that, I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. What is trying to help us to understand is that you have what it takes to block what is fighting against you and to release what can help you. That's the key. When I have a door and I have the key, it means that I can walk through any door. If I have the as long as I have the key, I can walk through any door. It doesn't matter what how fortified the door is, how strong the door is. What, whatever, it doesn't matter as long as I have the key. It's a click. Boom, and I'm out. And God is saying that he has given you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. You have what it takes to go through every door. Every door. Every door. I said what? Every door. Are you with me? So I want us to pray. These things that we are reading about in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Even if you are not, you have never heard it. You have never heard about principalities. What else? Powers. Look in your Bible. Read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. What does it say? Principalities. Powers. Rulers of darkness of high places. Sweet spiritual wickedness in high places. Even if you have never heard of these things, or you are even, maybe you don't even believe in it, although it's in the Bible and it's there, maybe you just say for whatever reason you just don't believe in it. I just want to tell you that it is something that you have to pray about. So lift up your voice and let us pray. Pray and bind. The Bible says that you have the keys to bind whatever needs to be bound and to set loose whatever needs to be set loose. So pray and bind every principality, anything that is around you and in your life that is preventing you from making progress in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift it up 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 and your voice belongs to you. God gave you a voice for a reason. God gave you words for a reason. God gave you the ability to speak for a reason. Let your mouth begin to speak and let your voice be heard in heaven. Pray right now and let everything that stands as a stumbling block in your life, every door that is shut, every window that is shut, everything that you need to do, everywhere that God wants you to be, any type of blockade, lift up your voice right now and begin to pray and speak unto God and allow God's power to flow through you and open your mouth and speak and say, Lord, let this be, let this be, let that be. Speak it right now. Lift up your voice and pray. Mando 
Zimene, Malos, Keneme, Malaba, Mandos, Kenene, Malomando, Makataya, Mandoro, Bosanta, Manene, Kamano. We are praying, we are praying and coming against every principality. As the Bible says, every power, every ruler of darkness, every spiritual wickedness in high places. As the Bible says it, we believe it and we will fight against it and we will pray against it in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Marco Bolo Sendele Media. Ribabando Sinta Baloka Maninge. Rimandoro Masambre. Minanana. Rimanana. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. In the name of Jesus. Kama Tolobo Shataya. Mikondolobo Sintelene. Brandolose, Mama Kotaya Mandala, Mindo Simre Nimre Nimre Nimre, Mama Mandolobo Shabbat Talamandele, Mikabando Shamatole Menene, Kamandoske, Minto Libra no Samata, Marabando, Masa Matalino, Matana Mandere, Macantolobo Santalane, Mikabando Lomo Shamandala Manama, Mako Tolonamonde, Remendeleme, Remendeme, 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 Remendeme. Pray for yourself. Pray for your family. Pray for your parents. Pray for your siblings. In the name of Jesus, any weapon that is fashioned against them will not prosper. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, we lift up our families into your hands, Lord. We lift up our children into your hands, Lord. We lift up our jobs. We lift up our careers, Lord. We lift up our, our, our education into your hands, Lord. Whatsoever we are doing, Lord Jesus, we pray for your grace and we pray for your help, Lord. Father, send help. Send help to us, Lord. Send help to us, Lord. Let the plans of the enemy not come to pass. Let the purposes and the pursuits of God alone come to pass in your people in this church, Lord. We pray for advancement, Lord. I pray for everyone here, Lord. May their lives move forward. May their lives advance. <coughs> May they be delivered, oh God, from every form of wickedness and from every plot of the enemy. Father, any doors that have been shut, oh God, may the doors begin to open in the name of Jesus. Marco Labana Masomaliana, Mate de Debe, Kinde de Debe, Marco Tolobodobo, Matele Maria Baraba, Matolobo Sintere Debe, Makile Mede, Remamado, Shimade Catala Mandolo, Hey, Mabo, Samande Manebre, Macon Tolomo Simetele Debe, Macandalamba, Matolobo Semaname. Yes, Lord, we thank you. Makoros, Mandala Mandeleme, Matala Baro, Babamo Lamaro, Mikin Telebe, Mandolomo Shama Talamado, Eyando, Masama, Malabre, Manabre, Malabre, 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 Mako Tolomonomo, Shabatana Mandoro, Mikatana Mandale, Mamadolo, Masabele, Lone, Matalibre, Mando Samatala, Mato Yolo, Miliolo, 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 Makole, Maleme. In the name of Jesus, Marco Tolomo Shatalamane.
Before we go, I want, to, I want us to pray for one more thing. Next week is, is uh, Swelling Sunday. Look at what the Bible says in Zechariah chapter 8, verse 21. Turn your Bibles to Zechariah chapter 8, verse 21. And the inhabitants of one city shall go to another saying, Let us go speedily to pray before the Lord and to seek the Lord of hosts and I will go also. What does this mean? It is trying to tell us that it's a prophecy. It's saying that the inhabitants of the city 
will say that, let us go to church quickly. I mean, like, there will no longer be a struggle for people to come to church. When you ask somebody, let's go to church, they would rather come to you and say, let us go to church speedily. Hallelujah. We want that prophecy to come to pass in our lives and in our church in the name of Jesus. And we're going to pray about it. Okay? Verse 23. It says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, In those days it shall come to pass that ten men shall take hold out of all languages of the nations, even shall take hold of the skirt of him that is a Jew. Ten people will hold you We will go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Amen. People will hold you and say that, I want to follow you. Where are you going? Go to church. You are going to church. I'll follow you. Faster, faster. I'll follow you. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Hold my my hand. Come. Come. Come, hold, hold him, hold him. Don't be afraid of him. You have been holding him at home. And they'll be following you like that. Ten, ten people. Ten people will be chasing you. Why would they be chasing you? They'll be chasing you because you are a believer and you are someone who understands God and they are looking for God. He says that, for we have heard that God is with you. Hallelujah. So we are going to pray that whoever these ten people are, who need to hold us? Who need to follow us? Who need to come? Unless you are not the light that Jesus was talking about. Or the city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. Or the candle that is, that is lit and cannot be hidden under a basket. Unless you are not that type of person. Or you are not the kind of person that Jesus was describing. Then maybe they will not come to you. But if you are that light, remember this. If you are the person, you are the light that people need to come around and when they come around, they begin to see. Then next week, the people need to find you, need to locate you, they need to hold you and they need to come to church with you. Hallelujah. And look at what it says in verse verse 21. It says, I will go also. So it is not that they are coming to ask you, where is your church? Then you direct them. You see that building over there, go there. No. He says, I will go where also I am coming. So I want to pray and commit next week's program into God's hands and commit the people that God has determined that they should be there. Five minutes will be out of here. Five minutes, God willing. So I'm praying. I want you to pray for just five minutes. We are praying. Let me share another scripture with you and then we pray. Look at um, Romans chapter 15. Very quickly, when we are, we are done. Romans chapter 15, verse 22. We'll be done in a few minutes. Romans, what, 15, verse... Okay, it says... Yea, so have I strived to preach the gospel 
not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. But as it is written, to whom he was not spoken of, they shall see, and they that have not heard shall understand. Verse 22, for which cause also I have been much hindered from coming to you. So when the gospel is going to be preached, when people need to hear about Jesus, there is a lot of hindrance. Paul was saying that he had determined to preach the gospel, but there was a lot of hindrance and a lot of blockades and a lot of discouragement and all kinds of things to prevent him from preaching. Hallelujah. But I'm believing God. And you are believing God. And we are agreeing. The Bible says that where two shall agree as touching a thing on earth, they shall receive whatsoever they ask. So we are believing God and trusting God that it will be a story next week that anybody and everybody that God has destined to be in church to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ will be here in the name of Jesus. Why don't you lift up your voice and pray for the next few minutes. Just commit the program into God's hands. Talk to God. Speak. Open your mouth and pray. Say, Lord, touch hearts, touch lives. Help people to understand the importance of coming to church and coming for this particular program. Lift it up. Lift it up. Pray. We have prayed for yourself. You have prayed for yourself. We have, we have spent time interceding for yourself. Now it's time to intercede for someone else. In the name of Jesus, lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. Matolobo Shiketelene. Remando Shimatala Madolo. Father, help us. Make us lights, oh God. Cause us, oh God, to find soft and fertile ground, God. But Father, when we speak to someone and we say, Come and let's go to church, they'll say, I will follow you speedily. I will come with you speedily. I will come with you speedily. I'll come with you speedily. In the name of Jesus. Amando la marama malama madoroske. In the name of Jesus, come on up. Pray right now. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift them up. Lift them up. In the name of Jesus, pray against any hindrance to the preaching of the gospel of Jesus. Matolobo shabadere. Mendelere. Ramamado. Kamadere. Makolobo shantalamadaba. Zimene. 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 Mika tolobo shetelere. Mado sinene. Kamatolobo shantalamade. Mataliabo, Semadia, Makolobo, 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 Makolobo. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The wonders of your praise. Lift it up, lift it up. Creation bows in love of you, and we join together. Why don't you lift up your voice and sing with us? Things around the all of flesh has lifted me. You clear your come to change the thing that held me back. You have shown me so much mercy, much more than I deserve. 
of your power. Thank you. We know for a fact and for, for a surety that you have answered every prayer that has been lifted up to you this afternoon. We thank you for your awesome presence in this place. We thank you for a listening ear and, and, and the fact that you are answering a prayer answering God if we knew or we felt that you could not answer our prayers we would not have come to you but we came to you because we know we have tasted and seen of your glory and we know that you are a prayer answering God and so we thank you because we are walking in the confidence of the most high God, the creator of heaven and earth. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Why don't you give the Lord a clap and just take your... All right. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We give you praise for this meal that is set before us. The body of Jesus Christ and the blood. The blood that is able to wash away our sins, our infirmities. We thank you. Sanctify these, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and say this is the body of Jesus Christ say it one more time the body of Jesus Christ if you are confident about what you are saying say it a third time the body of Jesus Christ eat it take the cup My instrumentalists don't have their communion. So let's wait for them. You have it now? All right. Lift up the cup. This cup represents the blood of Jesus. Okay. So lift it up. Say the blood of Jesus. Say it one more time. The blood of Jesus. Say it a third time. The blood of Jesus. And drink it. Let me pray with you. Father, we thank you for your body. We thank you. Close your eyes, everybody. Thank you for your body and we thank you for your blood. Thank you for the power that is released in us. As we walk out of this place, Lord Jesus, may we walk in power and may we walk in your grace. May we walk, Lord in the fulfillment of your word we pray Lord Jesus that we would have the confidence in you and we would have the hope of your calling because the eyes of our understanding have been enlightened we pray for your empowerment Lord to rise up and pray and believe and trust in you and in your power and in your strength. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. We pray that your life has been transformed by the power of the word of God. If you would like us to pray with you or would like to worship with us, please contact us at the Codes Family Church, University City, Philadelphia or call 267-809-5530. Thank you and God richly bless you.